That's right! Thank you, ma'am. Biden's dirty fingers. I'll let people trickle in. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Pug's uh, sitting wingman again behind the Dutch right Pug. And I'd like you all to see this. Remember the Liberty. And it's got the USS Liberty on there, which is available on Teasley because I was banned on Teespring for saying boycott Israel. That link's in the chat, and it's also on the top. There's other stuff in there. There's the Gay Frogs of Jonestown, uh, our ANC logo. This what I'm wearing right now, actually, this baseball shirt and shoes and mugs, all kinds of stuff. But I'd like you to get the Liberty and the Boycott Israel shirts. It's, uh, yeah, I need that one. It's, there's I've a coffee the mug, too. Israel. And it's got I have it in uh, a white also and... Uh, and this gray color, and I think, I think, red or something. I don't know. Anyway, would I would I need a larger XL in that one, the Liberty shirt? Um, I mean, I this I wear XL. If you want to like tight on your muscles, or I don't know, I would just get XL. Yeah. All right. Oh, we got it in That's blue, red, yellow, white, and gray. So we have a lot of colors. The yellow actually looks nice. Because there's black on yellow. There's a yellow one? That, that yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. Um, uh, yep, blue, sweatshirt, gray, or whatever, and white. White looks I told too. you, someone in chat thinks the title's disgusting. I knew that would happen. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, well, you know Biden, he's got his fingers in lots of pies. Yeah, apparently. Can't keep his fingers <laughs> off of pies. He can't stop sniffing children. You know, this brings, I, I gotta say this, I've pure, I mean, I repeat everything, I repeat myself all the time because we get new viewers all the time, so I think it's okay, but they promote the compromise on purpose. We, you know who they is, it echoes. The reason Biden, and then just pick an election before that, you know, both parties, both sides, the compromise get promoted, J. Edgar Hoover style. Once he's got sexual blackmail or something on you, oh, they don't get rid of you. They're not they're not getting sexual blackmail to ruin your career and get you fired. They're doing it so that you'll do everything they say or else then they'll get you fired. <laughs> Once they got it on you, they want to own you. And there are some people, you know, the Dennis Hastert's who was, you know, convicted of raping little boys of the world that will comply. That was the Speaker of the House. Didn't get in any trouble until he was no longer useful. And then he got outed. And they do that now and then. They throw someone under the bus to show how serious they are. That's disgusting. And Biden, I mean, is it any shock besides that it was with an adult that he's being <laughs> accused of sexual harassment? Savage. <laughs> right? Like, he's always grabbing kids. 
on camera, when he knows there's a camera there, he's kissing little kids and smelling their hair. And he, he does this creepy old man hug where he grabs side boob with his dirty fingers. And he'll do it to a little adolescent girls. So he's such a creep. When I had Gary Byrne on the show, uniformed secret service agent, who uh, my mom's cousin actually worked with him. They both witnessed Hillary Clinton in a lesbian endeavor, by the way. Old Evergreen, that was her code name. And he told me the the thing around D.C. about Joe Biden is never getting in an elevator with him. Right? That's how rude and loody is. This guy... I heard, I heard you liked me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see his interview on MSNBC? Yes. On MSNPC, oh, excuse me? Yeah, I was I was pretty. I mean, they didn't go hard, hard at him, but they went a lot harder than I would have expected them. You know, they they asked him questions he should have had easy answers for, like, like why don't you why don't you release uh, any history of any complaints from anybody against you? Things like that. You know, like things that he should have been completely prepared for, and he just wasn't. Like the funniest thing I heard him say was that when when they were asking why he he was saying that he wanted anything in the national archives released. And they were like, but what about in the archive about you personally at this university? And like, and he was like, well, wait, you, you mean the of- one where you got three degrees? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. And they said, they said, uh, that he said, that's a bunch of personal stuff like my tax returns and the records of my conversations as a, go- as a government official in other countries with people like Putin. And that could be used against me in the campaign. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, you're a government official. Like, shouldn't shouldn't it all be on the record? Like, why should why should any of that be in secret? How about all his dealings in Ukraine and setting up his son with a? Oh, I'm getting an echo suddenly. Do your headphones yeah, come undone or something? No, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing myself yeah, hearing twice though. Mm-hmm. I threw up Nicholas Cage just for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden? What? <laughs> Nicholas Cage should be the third party candidate. <laughs> just just go full clown. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, just Cardi B should be the third candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi based. Yeah, B for based. <laughs> uh there's a, a funny Revenge of the Sis um spoof Clip. on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've been killing it lately. They, they, uh, I like that that show a lot. The podcast, the videos, all that. The yeah, they had a little segment where Cardi B was talking about how she thinks celebrities are being paid to say they have coronavirus and encourage people to stay in. And they, uh, they, they did like a alt right. So, I want to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> they did like an alt right Cardi B impression that was pretty hilarious. They actually plugged you. <laughs> she was like. Well, I can't say exactly, but y'all should check it out. There's talked a, about a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Y'all need to give him some respect. He a doctor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you can catch that on Revenge of the Sisters. She wanted to talk to me about dancing. Yeah. The, there's a clip called Cardi Based that from Revenge of the Sis where they mention Ryan. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthias has been dropping the link in chat, by the way, if you have any super chats that is up. Shekel chats, excuse me. 
And then this is in the description too. Yeah, I knew five dancers I wanted to tell her about. Five. Uh... Get her some backup dancers. <laughs> really, only three of them are dancing. Well, that's not true. All of them are dancing on the roof of Urban Movie Systems later. Way more than five, actually. Um, God, there's so much news that has come through. Roger Stone, do you see all that? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's funny that how, how little that's showing up in the news. As, is it even in the news? I'm, I've heard about it mostly through, like, VK and, like, groups that are about this kind of stuff like the discord and stuff like that but i haven't seen anything about it in mainstream news i don't really watch a lot of a lot of mainstream news though so. it's all about israel yeah i mean i i love that old tucker clip where he's talking making fun of them saying russia 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 russian agents everything and he's like there's lots of foreign agents in washington and they're not russian <laughs> yeah it reminds me of that little girl's video uh What's her name? Little, little kid. But Soph. funny. Soph. She's awesome. She's got a board and she's got all these strings. And you're like, what do all these guys have in common? Greenberg. Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, they're all boomers. <laughs> <laughs> that video, that's the one that got her removed, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what gets you removed. And they're the only thing that'll get you removed. Hmm. <laughs> Bill Gates lecturing people about viruses is hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, it is. You, of all people, can't talk about viruses. Can't even keep windows free of viruses, and he's going to address humanity. He should buy Bluehost. <laughs> They'll get along. Oh, those people are the, the worst. Hopefully, we'll migrate the site soon. I don't yeah, know. we're working on it. It's uh, not easy dealing with the people involved but hopefully we'll it's, have something better set up soon yeah it's something else and all my stuff's complex because I'm not allowed to use anything normal I'm banned on everything hello to Australia we got a lot of Australians in the chat right now we got nine on entropy I'll go ahead and start the uh, magic word chain air on entropy I'll hit the first <laughs> letter there <clears throat> yeah <laughs> And for anybody that's not familiar with Entropy, the Brett's posting the link in chat. It's basically a chat that's uncensored, where you can, uh, uh, where you're not going to get like banned or get the channel banned for right. free speech in there. It doesn't and cost anything either. You can go and doesn't just cost write anything. stuff. And the stream is passed through to there, so you don't you don't have to have two windows open or anything. You can just open the Entropy link and then watch the stream live there. Yeah. And it's and you get the YouTube chat still too. It's just like that plus an extra chat. It's just the uh, ones that other entropy users use and it'll be written in bold and then everything else <clears> is in like regular font. Right. So um, you're not losing anything, it just adds to it. And then you can also send shekel chats and uh have Ryan answer your questions. <laughs> yeah, I want you to t can I got a story, you guys. Um <laughs> I will get back into politics, but this is just hilarious. And, uh, you know, as he's talking, you guys can ask about whatever, historical or current. I'll try my best to answer. But I want you to relay that story about the uh, rainbow crayfish. <laughs> okay, so. The rainbow crayfish incident. Uh, I'm, I'm weird, as I'm sure you all have 
figured out. I've always been a weird guy, but I've uh, very industrious. So like when I lock in on an opportunity, I go like real hard on it. Like whether that's like fitness stuff or what, I've got a lot of things like that that I'm overly committed to. And one of those at one point was crawfish. <laughs> I uh, note when I was in school, I was, I was an English major, English and Arabic and philosophy. So like, but I've always been fascinated by biology and been involved in a lot of pro- projects that that are adjacent to that. And uh, at the time, I saw that there's a website called Aquabid, which is like eBay for fish. And people sell like all these like exotic fish and all on there. And I noticed that people were selling. <laughs> what, what a weird thing! Oh yeah, <laughs> they're just selling animals online. <laughs> yeah. But so I, uh, I I noticed that they were selling something they called freshwater lobsters. For and some of them for like two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars, and what that all that is is a crawfish that's like a a bright color mutation, like a bright red or a white or a blue or a purple or something like that. What color and are they people, usually? In nature, they're, they they it varies a lot actually, but typically like a brownish color or a reddish color. But they in nature you can see some wild mutations too. I always thought uh, they were kind of an orange, but I mean my colors are all screwed up. That's why I asked. There's like a so many of them, lot, but. There's so there's hundreds of species. So like and then like those even within the same species, they're not always the same color. So you, there's definitely some orangish ones. You can catch they them kinda, here out of the water drains. Uh, yeah, you know they, what? They I'm got all the rice that. fields are irrigated, and then some of that water it drains down the mountain through this like irrigation system of drains. But there's all kind of crayfish in there. And my son and I go in and <laughs> just let's do that. Up. Let's do that next time. I would love to do that. Like when I was yeah, come when I was in college. With us. I was I was fascinated by like the different varieties and all, and I would do all kinds of weird shit to try to get crazy. Since okay, so they have like two hundred fifty, three hundred babies at a time, and they'll have you can they can have babies lots of times in a year. So I thought this you know this is a gold mine, <laughs> and uh, so I started collecting all these different crayfish species from all over the world. The the, the most interesting that I thought was a uh, a self cloning crawfish that was found in this Nazi scientist's fish tank. They have no, no idea where it came from. They just noticed this guy had all kind of crazy fish that people weren't familiar with. And they noticed. Hold on. That- so there was a Nazi scientist, marine biologist or something that had a self-cloning crayfish and a bunch of other weird things and nobody knew where yes. it came <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And what's weird is like they had it in a tank after he died and they noticed that it kept having babies. So they figured there was another a male in there somewhere. So they put it by itself and it just kept getting pregnant. It just automatically gets pregnant. So that one I did all kind of weird experiments with, like I would do weird stuff How'd like taking the egg. Uh, I, Aquabid, I think is where I got my first one, <laughs> but <laughs> free market for the win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I went on, uh, I, I would do weird shit like taking the eggs to my, my, uh, to an x-ray machine. And just like putting the eggs there and pressing the button like a hundred times to try to like induce mutations. I know that's stupid, but like that's <laughs> what I did. And, uh, and I was I was trying to make like these weird mutations, and I did get some. And that's how stuff. Carol Baskin was born. <laughs> <laughs> but I had like some white, solid white ones with black eyes that I, I liked a lot. Uh, the, somebody somebody Photoshop a crayfish in an SS uniform so I can. Yeah. Get <laughs> I thought that comment was awesome. Somebody do that. Huh. The uh, 
but so I had like purple ones and red ones and orange ones and blue ones, like bright, crazy blue colors. And, uh, I would, I would do things like, so an, an interesting little fact, uh, crawfish, American crawfish, like North American crawfish are super aggressive where in other parts of the world, they're not like, there's one called a yabby in Australia. That's the biggest crawfish, but it's not aggressive. Like a little tiny American crawfish will kill it every time. And, uh, but they, uh, I, <laughs> I did this kind of sick experiment, like straight out of, uh, out of yeah, a Hannibal the book. The doomsday basically. experiment. <laughs> where, where, uh, I, I thought I took an extremely violent species basically. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to feed these. I'm just going to let that, which they're going to, they eat each other anyway. They're like cannibalistic. They always eat each other. Like but I thought, okay, let's see who wins. And then I'm going to breed him let's with see who winners. Wins. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to end up with like a super aggressive out of crawfish. hundreds of babies and you just let them all eat each other. Yep. Oh. And this work, like, I mean, the one that won was this purple, like beautiful color, huge, uh, Eleni species, uh, that is, but it was, it, I named him Attila, <laughs> like Attila the Hun. Yeah. And he was super aggressive. Like he, I don't, y'all might know what a cichlid is. Like cichlids are these really smart, very athletic, very aggressive fish that are really pretty. And he killed a bunch of cichlids that I didn't want him to kill. But, yes, crayfish pit fights. Uh, but, like, he killed the super violent uh, cichlid I had that I named Mike Tyson. It's worse. It's and, baby crayfish pit fights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But So I tried to But the other ones, he had one called Tyson. Yeah, that was a that was a cichlid, like this big fish that was uh, really <laughs> You are violent. the Mangla of crawfish. <laughs> He was. He, he killed that. He killed Mike what, Tyson. Uh, what was the tank called? Treblinka. <laughs> it should have been like the Thunderdome or something. It was like but, uh, Aquavits. Call me the Mingle of Crawfish. Was it Aquavits? <laughs> yeah, I, I gave them poison claws. <laughs> nah, I would have if I had known how, but. Uh, what I did, but so anyways, Attila, he was my favorite. Uh, I tried to breed him with other, with violent females, but he would always kill them immediately after mating, kill and eat them immediately after they mated. But, uh, so what got me kind of in trouble with this, I, 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 I've always liked caves. I've always thought caves were awesome. I actually found a cave on, at the university of Alabama campus that nobody knew existed. I know it sounds crazy, but I swear I did. At, at where they had been dynamiting and I moved a big ass rock and found a cave. But so the two I was, of you uh, moved that rock, right? Cause there's another character that helped you move. The, it was like a 400 pound rock, right? Yeah, it was a huge rock. I had to go get like my giant friend to help me move it. Uh, he has but, a friend that's a giant, like Aglomegalia. <laughs> like somebody under the giant guy. They had a male and female cichlid as a kid, and they murdered all his other fish. Yeah, that's that's how they are. That's why it's crazy that this crawfish <laughs> murdered a cichlid like 10 times his size. And it was like, I found it, it was like the fish was swimming around, and Attila had it like hooked in the gills and was just riding it. Did like, it ever, it did like it ever swim like, you know, like goose stepping? <laughs> <laughs> Attila? It, uh, Attila was he was bad man but uh, but anyway so I I've, I've always liked reading 
papers like studies like and if i'm interested in a topic i set up alerts and like basically when in college where they show you how to do research papers and use like the databases Mm -hmm. to do research that changed my life forever like i've I've used them basically every day since then for like every topic i'm interested in and uh so i've got alerts set up where i get like I get notified when something comes out. And at the time I was really interested in crawfish and like, if I would see like a, if I would see a river or a creek. I would like stop and be like, Oh, I wonder kind of <laughs> <laughs> but so I saw a paper published that said that there was this really crazy looking Alabama cave spring crawfish that only lived in one cave and was like about to go extinct. And they made this, and it had these like, it had these really long, uh, arms, bait the claw, Hold on, I gotta face. back you up. You were talking about Tyson. Yeah, was he it Tilla died. and Tyson? Were they the final champions or something? Well, Tyson was the fish that couldn't be kept with any other fish because he'd kill them, and Attila was the crawfish that couldn't be near any crawfish. Uh-huh. So of course, I put them in the same tank, and the crawfish won. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but yeah, the the North American crawfish are so uh, so uh, aggressive that like it's illegal to bring them into. In a, a lot of countries, like Europe, hardly has any like native crawfish species left anymore because the North American ones just kill the fuck out of them, and uh, and they have so many kids, so many babies at a time that like they can replace a natural population super fast. Where most Sound, sounds similar, yeah, right. <laughs> most <laughs> crawfish aren't aggressive like that, but especially certain species of North American ones are extremely aggressive and. Uh, but anyway, now so, that you released all your uh, super breeds, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I uh, saw a uh, a paper on that Alabama cave spring crawfish, and I've always liked the solid white ones with black eyes. I just think they look cool, and uh, so kind of pudgish, white yeah. with black eyes, right? <laughs> well, I, I took a, I noticed that the the professor doing the, that research was at my university, of course, and the cave was actually not far from me either. So I just showed up to his lab and started helping with stuff. Like, I was an English major, and this is all, like, post-grad biology You students, just showed you know? up at a lab like you're supposed to be there, and they're like, oh, exactly. yeah, this guy's helping. Yep, every day <laughs> I just started doing That's shit. That's so trailer and- park, boys. Like, just put on a construction <laughs> hat, and you can do whatever you want, and people think you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. And so I started, uh, I started just helping there for a couple months, and I, I really enjoyed it. And then, like, uh, they were they were working on these other anthropods and stuff like some. I, I like armored animals. I just think they're awesome. And uh, but then one day they're talking about how one of them's stressing over the Alabama Cave Spring uh, population, and they're worried that they're about to go extinct and all. And I'm like, well, now that you mention it, I've got <laughs> like 200 of them at home because I had actually caught one that was already pregnant and I isolated all its babies and raised them. And yeah, I know this was dumb. Like this, they're like an endangered species and shit and I shouldn't have done it, whatever. But it, I was thinking the reason would be to reintroduce them <laughs> or to have like more of them. <laughs> and, uh, so I told this professor this, he lost his goddamn mind. Like he was, he was like talking about calling the police. He was, uh, he said I was going to give all the bats white noise syndrome, which, was impossible because I had never been to Indiana. That's like a disease that kills bats when you go to Indiana and bring the clothes back to caves. And uh, the uh, but I they were so so mad at me, and it was like I, I thought I was like save. I guess I was like the Joe Exotic of crawfish. <laughs> That's why you have sympathy. <laughs> what did you do with them? Did you uh, secretly put them back in there anyway? I gave them to them. 
I, I gave them to the people doing the research. I was like trying. So, so they banned me from the Alabama Spectacle <laughs> Society. It's like the in the Alabama Cave Survey, which is like the scientific organizations that study caves. And like basically, you can't. This is get- all my employees, by the way, getting banned from stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> Although you yeah. actually did something at least. <laughs> yeah, this time the. The, but like I had, I've, I've always loved caves, and like you can't just go online and say I want a list of all the caves in my state. Like you can get the like tourist destination caves, the ones that yeah. have like lights up and all that. But like Weird they're not going to tell you where the other ones are because uh, because they think you're going to bring give the bats white noise syndrome and shit. But like I was actually in it because I was in the group where you can get the full list, and they banned me from it because of this, which I was really upset about. But. I had a couple of new caves that I'd found too. That one on campus and another one somewhere else. I wanted to name one of them Mashuga Cave after my favorite band, but uh, I figured if they're not going to tell me where their caves are, I'm not going to tell them where my caves are. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so crazy what, story. <laughs> whatever happened to Attila? Did he? Did you end up breeding him later? Attila eventually died of old age. He was. Uh, he yeah, I tried to breed him, but he would always he would mate, but then he would murder them. <laughs> like he would mate, and he would kill them and eat them. Bang them first, and then eat them. Right. I mean, he was he was Attila. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And that's how we got COVID. All right, I had two super chats come in during that. We had Arthur and Sean Price. Although I think Sean Price is probably Blanco. Uh, Arthur sends a grant a ulysses or a useless grant and said that's 50 bucks love you ryan thanks for all the work you do was wondering i'm a northerner and i'm planning on moving to god's country the south don't bring a carpet bag yeah leave the carpet bag at home (laughs) what southern state do you think is the most libertarian state also i'm in the oil industry too so i would need to be a state that drills well if you're doing oil i'd say Texas. texas yeah Go to Texas, and that's also pretty libertarian too. Um, a little bit thumpy, but yeah, for oil, Texas, for sure. Uh, I think New Hampshire. New Hampshire is not in the South, but I'm pretty sure they have the highest population of libertarians now, with like the Free State Project and all that. But that doesn't yeah, mean whatever. True. I mean, I I go based on results rather than words, <laughs> so you have a much more freedom down south than anywhere up north. Um, of the Yankee states, it would probably be New Hampshire, but you have much more liberty in Texas, man. You know, yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. Um, both the Carolinas are pretty lenient as well. South Carolina. Are you doing they, they, like offshore drilling, or or like that? That would expand your options a little bit. But. Yeah, Florida or something. I'd say Texas. Texas is probably the most obvious. They're Mm-hmm. Texas is like its own country. <laughs> there's everything down there. I mean, it's you want a big city, you got it. You want to be on the coast, you got it. You know what? You want oil, plenty of oil. <laughs> Although the price of oil is pretty shit right now, but whatever. It's good for consumption. <laughs> um, Georgia's reopening, or did reopen, right already? And I think Tennessee's yeah. following right behind that, and so is North Carolina. Sean Price says. <laughs> Sup, cuties, your super chat that you sent to ROTC Rye was hilarious. Let's make this a threesome and talk about some J's. That definitely wasn't me. That is Blanco being his faggy self. 
So I don't like this false flagging crap because not everybody knows it's clearly sarcasm and it just gets people in trouble. You know, it doesn't help me to make lewd jokes just for the lols on someone else's stream. Um, it just makes it so I can't go on because they think I'm trolling them. So, not funny. Don't condone it. I think it's dumb <laughs> as hell. Stop doing it. Somebody said, uh, read the Uncle Ted book. Holy shit. Thanks for the recommendation, Ryan. Oh, well, good. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, I think it changed my life. I read it right after he wrote, after it was published. I read the manifesto. And... Uh, it just made things clear that I saw, but he articulated it, you know, because I was in high school. And I remember mm -hmm. reading that and thinking, dang, <laughs> that is something else. Yeah, Blanca, yeah. you're not funny. It's it's definitely the, the, the most profound stuff that I've read since Nietzsche. Like, Nietzsche is, like, the only thing I can even think to compare it to because of the way that Nietzsche predicted, like, the rise of the Third Reich, whereas... Uh, <laughs> Ted predicted the rise of the, the S, yeah SJW <laughs> type Antifa type left, and mm -hmm. it's it's just crazy. Like I've I've heard some people say, oh, he's talking about stuff that I already know. It's like he's talking about it thirty years earlier. Like how imagine living when he lived and saying this is what's going to happen. You he know? predicted the pharmacological uh, culture of drugging up kids too. That was unheard of. Like you can't put children on antidepressants. We did. Like a third of them, too. Everyone's got psychological problems. Depression, narcissism, paranoia. It's rampant in Western society. Especially white people. Mm. All those people. Did you see where this, <laughs> this group of British people went to Panama on one of these hipster music festivals or whatever and got stuck because of COVID? Have you seen this? No. So they're all there, you know, trying to rough it in Panama. They're all from the first world, but they go to Panama to basically do a bunch of drugs and listen to music and act like, you know, we're earthy or whatever. And then they got trapped there and couldn't go home. Ran out of drugs, didn't know how to get food, didn't know how to survive. <laughs> didn't have, and they're all like, now they're not world citizens. They're British and they have a passport and they need to go home. <laughs> it went exactly as you would imagine. Um, someone slapped that in our new telegram group and really? I think it's on discord too for insiders. It was funny. <clears throat> um, so we didn't, did we talk Roger Stone or I, I can't remember if I just talked about that with you or what we did on the stream. I think not a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. There are people talking about Trump giving him a pardon and Assange a pardon but in the Stone uh, files, it shows where he's talking to the Israelis. And they are talking about WikiLeaks, specifically all this dirt on Hillary. And so it didn't come from Russia. It came from Israel. And I think it's a good move to release these because if Roger Stones can show, see, it was just Israel. They'll be like, oh, get him out of jail immediately. If he's doing it for Israel, fine. You <laughs> know? But it's everything I said it was from day one. Same thing with Michael Flynn. That was all Israel too. 
it doesn't matter. Like, I don't, people are like, why didn't you cover Roger Stone going to jail and the giant raid and they called CNN so they could film it and laugh and whatever? Because I, I don't have sympathy for Roger Stone. He's a little Epstein too. And just a weasel. Like, don't, don't, just because I hate Hillary doesn't mean I'm in love with the right or something. Like, all of them belong in jail. I'm like, yeah, arrest more of them. You know, like, all of them. That's where all of them belong in a cage. And they're working with the Israelis. Imagine my lack of shock. 25 on entropy, by the way. That's cool. Um, it's free. Hit the link. I, I showed my brother's talk because I'm trying to get him to come on. And I think uh, so. We'll do it again so he can become he can be there and do Q and A at the end of it. So if you were enjoying that and it went away, that's what happened there. But then uh, <laughs> he kept trying to respond to me on Facebook Messenger, which uh, you know I'm banned on doesn't work. So I, I don't know. I'll try and hold him another way. <clears throat> Somebody uh, suggested in the entropy chat that you check out Icelandic hosting companies that summer hardcore free speech outfits and not susceptible to normal forces. Could you recommend any in particular? Yeah, just give me one. First, I got to get it all downloaded, backed up and whatever, and it just can't. It ain't easy. It's 15 years of stuff. It's basically <laughs> a podcast sick, every day. <laughs> somebody said sick the ginger crayfish upon them. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm dealing with a bunch of ginger crayfish. That's what the problem is. That's what I, I might as well be talking to a fucking fish. Because they're just blub, 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 buy sight lock. Blub, blub, blub. I'm not going to buy that. It's extortion. <laughs> People want to see the TED Talk. We do need to do the TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got better read the manifesto before we start talking about it. We're going to read it to you. I've been playing with that speech synthesis software to see if I can get Tucker to read the whole thing. <laughs> Don't you think we should talk Nietzsche before we talk Ted? It would make sense. Definitely. Not everybody's studied philosophy and what they've heard of Nietzsche is like the uh, cringe version. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Netflix, don't watch the Unabomber. That is such crap. That's like a cop so show. It's, it's about the genius cops that track down the Unabomber. <laughs> there are no genius cops. No. It took twenty years into it. They weren't even they weren't even close to figuring out who he was. Like twenty years into it, like. Oh, I have a. Uh, I got some news about the virus, it, that I told I joked about that being a ginger because I just do that all the time. But a buddy of mine, who's a half ginger, like beard is red or whatever. <laughs> half ginger. He has half a soul. A, a half ginger half human who lives in China and got the virus on December 28th he was hospitalized so before New Year's they didn't know till New Year's so he may have been patient zero or one of patient zeros and it really was a ginger which is weird because they make their own vitamin D uh, from moonlight because they're werewolves so that may have been what happened it really was one of the first people to have and spread the disease was a ginger foreigner. <laughs> Some other interesting info about that uh, is there was a second study that just got released about uh, about the vitamin D uh, and, and 
uh, in the virus that uh, people had suspected for a while. I think Dr. Shiva, can't say his last name, the, the, the guy that invented email that's been on like Killstream and stuff lately, had put out a recommendation to do these like heavy supplementation of vitamin A and vitamin D and vitamin C. And what's, what's interesting is it looks like he was on the right track there because he uh, now there's a, a study that showed that of people that were vitamin D deficient that got the virus, 99% died, 99%. And uh, the, the people that published this also said that stay at home is a death sentence because uh, you're and that's and one of the reasons why uh, nursing homes are such clusters for it or is because the, they never get outside at all. You, you, you make vitamin D naturally by being outside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. And also, you know, a lot of people are talking about how hard it's hitting black people and all black people don't produce vitamin D in the same way. Like it's uh, so there's it seems like it's definitely worth looking further into. And of the people that weren't vitamin, that had normal vitamin D status, like very, very few have been dying. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely worth looking into. Hopefully we'll get to talk to him soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were in contact with me and now my site's gone. So I don't know. I think those emails are gone too for now. Tim, the seer says, what do you have against site lock? They offer a great service and price. Yeah, great pricing, $100 a month or 120 a month. Did you have a, a site taken down by them too, with Bluehost? Bluehost, yeah, I lost a Oh, man, it sucked. I had a site that uh, was making good money, and uh, I I had it like automatic payments set up on a card that was good, and the they said that I had missed a payment, and so I go in to check on it, and they had deleted everything immediately, and I hadn't missed a payment. It was a problem on their end where they just didn't bill it correct. They, they, I guess their system just malfunctioned because the card was totally working, and it wasn't like, a, hey, you've got this long to pay it, or we're going to delete everything. They just deleted everything, so I, I, I had some backups, but they were super old, and it was very frustrating. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never used them since. Never use Bluehost. Never. And their support is absolute nothing. They don't they won't help you with anything. I've been on there fifteen years. And I'm like, I need to back this up so I can leave or clean it or whatever. Two different requests five days ago I started this process. Nothing's been done. <clears throat> they suck. Sightlock's an extortion racket. Just look up Sightlock Scam on Google and you will see all the horror stories. They hold your website hostage and then they're like, oh, you better get us to clean the malware that we put there in the first place. That's what all these people do. I swear to goodness. There's a huge... I don't know if I talked about this yet or not on another stream, but there was a huge fuel truck bombing in Syria. Killed like a hundred people. And of course it's in the Al Qaeda controlled area. Uh, but the Turks are blaming Kurdish militants who haven't targeted civilians like that ever in the past and don't gain anything from it. It's not like they get the territory and killing Syrian civilians doesn't help Kurds with the PR or the SAA. SSA, excuse me. <clears throat> But it's, you know, still, I want you to keep <clears throat> that on your mind. Don't let it be out of sight, out of mind. Having talking about Syria doesn't mean like everything's hunky-dory there. It's violence every day. Same as Yemen. There's, 
They Air did have a ceasefire in Yemen, but only on paper. <sighs> Our greatest ally hasn't slowed down the airstrikes. Our greatest ally, uh, the GCL, attacked the Stolen Heights. Again. They claim it's theirs, and they're bombing it. So what you bombing? I think they realize their days are numbered. And a lot of their amped up aggression was Netanyahu distracting the public and trying to form a government so he could stay out of jail. This disease <laughs> comes along and basically that's why they agreed to make a coalition government and Netanyahu. Again, another nine months down the road, he's bought himself time. But in the interim, because you had three different times where they had elections and tied, right? He was bombing Syria, bombing Gaza, invading the West Bank over and over and over again. And he bit off more than he can chew. Hezbollah took a base, took all the Israeli equipment out, showed they can go on the offense. And now he's hitting the Stolen Heights, which, of course, President Trump just declared part of Israel. And make no mistake about it, Hillary, Biden, whatever, they would have done the same thing. <clears throat> Robert in the cash is down there in the West Bank, by the way. Oh, I'm jealous. He's got a documentary that we're going to pimp as soon as I have a website again. I'd love to go there with him sometime and help him out. He probably speaks Arabic too, right? Uh, yeah, and well, he started studying it a few years ago, but I think being around it all the time, his, yeah. it's, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know how between the two of us we could probably do all right on it. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's pretty good. He's working for Press TV UK too. Hmm. Will Hensley says, uh, "Does pug breed ginger crawfish?" <laughs> I had some bright red ones, that's for sure. Those actually sold really well. Uh, I, w I had some that were a red and white mutation that people in Alabama loved, like because it was like the Alabama colors. There you go. Like Auburn. I tr I tried. I could not get an orange and blue cross. Like I could get orange and I could get blue, but I couldn't get them to be both. That'd have been UVA also. Uh, oh well. Couldn't get blue and orange. <laughs> ginger <Bold> crawfish. <laughs> I mean, they're all mutants, so they're technically all gingers. Since they have so many babies at a time, you can get some like crazy mutations. You should have filmed Attila. I know, that's what somebody was saying earlier. I might actually have one clip. I'll I'll try to dig it up, but I think and I with did. His, his claw inside the gill of Tyson just being as the fish swims around he's just being dragged around with it i did record that i just don't know where it would be because i've been through so many phones since then but i'm gonna try to find that and talk to my old roommate because we have it up on this site just for no reason just you'll see <laughs> and people who heard the story will know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> the mangla of crawfish <laughs> <laughs> i met an alligator farmer on a plane one time that was an interesting job he reminded me of joe exotic a lot japanese guy <laughs> oh well wow. usually you sit down and you know, ask somebody so what do you do and they have some boring job or whatever uh, you know you're just making conversation he's like i'm an alligator farmer <laughs> i was like what <laughs> okay all right actually interested in that i want to hear about this and we stopped in china i don't know sometimes it's cheaper to do that we went to china and then we we're going to la and I met two girls in uh, in China, two Japanese girls, and the four of us had lunch together, and I got to hear all about alligator farming, and I was, like, pu pushing him on these women. <clears throat> that was hilarious. 
<laughs> alligator farming. What a job. Yeah, that sounds fun. It, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> like, you can't breed different color alligators, though. They're pretty much green or nothing. There's some albinos. There I've are, seen yeah. some... Uh, uh, there's a company that makes like ridiculously expensive purses that the, some of the like the most expensive in the world, and a, some of the more coveted ones use like albino alligator skin. Somebody asked, "Do Japanese people say of an accent when you speak Japanese?" Quite the opposite. They're shocked that you do it at all. But the last comment I had on that, and you were there, uh, Japanese person said I, we were speaking Japanese. She said, "Whoa, that was native as fuck." Yeah, that's a great that. compliment. Because my son's like, ah, nah, dad. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, it's all right. I had to, uh, I pronounce my O's in a very American way because we hear it differently. And what about my, your L's and R's? No, I can do the mixture. It's I, in my opinion, it's more like an R and a D mixed together. But whatever, Every, there is no L. Everybody's. Talking about eating alligator. Have you ever had alligator snapping turtle, though? Uh, I did in Louisiana. I had a soup. Those, those things are so good. They're mm. huge, too. They're like they're like the size of a table. Like, if you've never seen one, you would think it was a dinosaur. They're, like, armored and, like, huge. And they can like stand up, like... Yeah, they're, they're enormous. And they can, like, stand up, like, two feet off the ground. And there's, like... They're really nasty to clean them, though. Like if you clean them, there's like there's like seven kinds of meat in there, is what people say. And I see what they mean. There's some parts that are like fish, other parts are like chicken. Quick trivia, by the way. Uh, And I had my the way I got an answer for this was asking zookeepers. Do you know which animal has the smelliest poop? No guesses. Carol Baskin. I saw. I know a guy in Florida that killed an alligator snapping turtle, and it was a huge one, like the size of like a coffee table. And when he was cleaning it, he found a spear point, like a Native American spearhead. It's possible. I mean, a lot of some turtles are hundreds of years old. Yep, this one There's got one stuck. in the zoo in uh, Michigan, I think, or Missouri. It's named Methuselah like the oldest character in the Bible, and it's met every American president from George Washington to Obama. I don't know if Trump has visited it yet, or if he knows, but that's old. That is old. Turtle met George Washington, man. That's Chad. <laughs> Will Hensley said, uh, oh, let's see, uh, yeah, same as before, did Tug read it? Hey, FR love uh, the info. Keep up the good work. The native work. Oh, I've got a lot of native stuff coming down the pipe. That's uh, that's happening. And, uh, and some Civil War stuff. My brother and I are going to be talking about both things. I put uh, Russell Means Senate hearing. Not hearing. <laughs> He's talking to the U.S. Senate. And uh, he let him have it on the BIA and the IRA. And he nailed him. It was from 1989, but it sums up everything that's still wrong today. And he did it so elegantly. That's up on Patreon. It's free, but you can go see that. Russell Means was in AIM. He was at the second wounded knee. There was, a, in 1973, which was uh, the anniversary of wounded knee, they retook wounded knee in protest of the government goons 
tribal cops harassing Native Americans. And on the poorest reservation, the Pine Ridge Reservation for Lakota, Oglala Lakota. When you say the poorest reservation, I mean, you could go to the wealthiest one. It wouldn't make a difference. You wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> I'll just let you know. But anyway, he was at the second wounded knee. He was also in Last of the Mohicans playing himself, basically. <laughs> Dennis Banks in that, too. Mary Moore. I don't know if you know these people, but they're very, all very interesting. If, if you, uh, Well, I will teach you about them because we're going to be talking about all that later. But <clears throat> anyway, thank you, Will, for that. Oh, hello, little dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> he, he said, come on, let's go. <laughs> Brett says he has a crazy alligator snapping turtle story. I bet, dude, they're crazy. They're like dinosaurs. Like one time. I, <laughs> I was basically walking on water, he added. <laughs> <laughs> one time, like I, I grew up on like a big 50 acre pond and uh, I would just go out and shoot shit all the time just because I was that kind of kid. And uh, Like water moccasins? Yeah, I told that story on here, didn't I? The gel on here? I don't think... We'll save that for later. Yeah, just one of the dumbest things I ever did. Uh, but anyway, this one time I was I was out shooting turtles, and uh, there was a, this alligator snapping turtle, this giant one. His head looked like a tree stump that would come up, and I had like a shotgun with bird shot. And uh, he was like looking at me, and I shot him in the head, and it looked at me like... Why'd you do that? <laughs> like it didn't even phase it; just like bounced right off. <laughs> like I want to hear Brett's story. Brett, I mean, I, he said crazy. he's walking on water. That's when you do a George Saint Pierre, where you jump out of a pool. Like you just tread water so fast, and you end up going out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nuts, man! Why would you shoot an alligator snapping turtle with birdshot? I wanted to eat it. <laughs> but it's not going to do anything. <laughs> no, it didn't. A slug might have. But, was I mean, I hit it right in the head, too, and it just, like, was completely unfazed. I remember going deer hunting with bows with my friends and lost an arrow that hit a deer. It was just crap. Didn't get anything, and on the way home, hit a deer with a car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, made this weird noise, and we're like, the other group was come behind us. We're like, should we stick an arrow in it and say we shot it? <laughs> Gosh. I remember the guy. That was in Virginia. Uh, oh, he, I can't oh, say Brett who says was with us. A, a fairly famous kid was there, though, in the truck with us. I'll tell you who that was after. All right. Brett says they caught one on a trot line in a pond, and the thing was a giant. Three of us went backwards in a canoe when we pulled it up. I call one. I've caught them on trot lines too. That's actually where I've seen more of them on trot lines than anywhere else. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Somebody says they like hunting stories too. I I can I can tell that moccasin thing if you want. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> now, have you ever seen experience a bluefish blitz? Or no. blitz. Um, on my island, periodically, so many bluefish will hit. You don't even need a fishing rod. Like you can just go pick one up, right, oh, right wow. out of the shore break. Just grab it by the tail and sling it up on the beach. And I mean, like a good three, four, sometimes five feet, like huge blues. 
they come in by the tens of thousands. And you can catch the larger ones that are out there, but there are plenty that will just wash right up. There's so many that get driven in by schools of sharks and whatnot. We get uh, pompano blitz too, which you can't eat, but they're fun to catch. Well, I guess you could eat, but they suck. What is this? Did you just give me something? Oh, thank you. Hey, bring this to mama, please. So he said snapping turtle tastes better than gator. I totally agree. Snapping turtle is good. It's just cleaning them. Have you cleaned one before? That is brutal. Like it's there. You, they got stuff in there that seems like it's been in there 150 years. <laughs> oh, thank you. You want to go? Someone's asking where to find your brother's info. Is Mama gone? He's got a book coming out that should be really good. My brother's got a book. I think I got to uh, take care of this one. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, she's probably just on the toilet or something, but he's like, Mama's gone. <clears throat> I can tell my moccasin story if you need a minute. <laughs> Dude, that is, I, did we say that on here or not? Have you guys heard the moccasin story? Do you know I what a water moccasin is? Brett would know. He's on most of the streams. Matthias, too. Okay. <laughs> oh, you had the ball. Thank you. A water moccasin is a uh, a super aggressive snake, like extremely aggressive. Like they'll chase you. They'll chase. They, I've had them chase me when I was on a four wheeler before. And uh, <laughs> one, I, I'm dumb. And <laughs> one time I was out fishing, and I had a a, a bait caster that I just put together from parts, and I was so proud of this thing. I was like 16. And I could throw the thing so far, like 100 yards. And I thought you were so like I was 13. You did this at 16? Yeah, maybe 15. Man. <laughs> too, too old to be doing this. This is some shit I would do today, though. Like, I'm just dumb. But uh, the so I was just bombing it and, like, seeing how far I could throw it and just having a blast out there by myself fishing. And I had a top water lure on, and I saw a, a huge snake crossing the pond, like huge, like the biggest water moccasin I've ever seen. And I thought, you know what? I bet I can hit this thing. And, I, like, it was a long ways away. And I was like, I bet I can hit this with it. I was just kind of getting cocky with <laughs> how far I could throw it. You seem like and, a lot of politicians. Like, when, what was the plan after that? <laughs> right? And so, so I, like, bomb this thing. And I overshoot it <laughs> just a little bit. But then I reel it in and I hook him right in the middle with this giant top water lure. I was like, yes. <laughs> and so I start reeling it in. And the thing is swimming at me faster than I'm reeling it in. So the line's slacking. <laughs> and so I realize I'm like, well, this wasn't a great idea. And so I cut the line. The thing swims like 50 more yards to get to my boat. And it's like sticking its head up like, like a foot and a half out of the water trying to crawl in the boat. And like snapping at me and stuff like this thing was after my ass and like Alex uh, Jones, <laughs> exactly, exactly like Alex Jones in quarantine for a couple of months. <laughs> and uh, so I grabbed a, uh, a a paddle, wooden paddle that was in there, and swung it at it like way too hard to a point where it broke when it hit the water. Like so now I didn't even have a paddle; I just had like a little spike <laughs> like a little like foot and a half wooden spike and i'm thinking this thing is after me so i'm thinking i'm just gonna run i'm just gonna turn on the motor and go to the edge of the pond and leave this thing alone this was stupid and so i get to the edge of the pond and start to step out of the boat and that thing is sitting there in the like two inches of water between me and the boat and it is sitting there waiting on me to step out and my dumb ass 
takes that little spike and like hit him right in the back and was like got his ass you know <laughs> and so then i pick it up and put it in the boat with me and it's then it a snake by the way and he hit it in the back <laughs> <laughs> yes it i picked it up and put it in the boat and it bit me in the foot <laughs> i was like Swell after up. all that oh it was like a basketball it was ridiculous <laughs> well i have a message for you What's that? Here he comes. I'll skip the ad, whatever. This is why I felt so sick. I'll admit it. I've extrapolated this out. I'll eat your ass. I will. (laughs) That's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. You want to meet with me? I will eat you. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. You demand pull the fist out and just shove it into your ass. But I'm dying to be with you. And I've already done a lot of work behind the scenes to make sure we go into the future for a long time. I'm sitting here eating a ass. You deserve what's about to happen. Snake was possessed by the spirit of Alex Jones. I will eat your ass, said the snake. <laughs> yeah, dumb redneck lost, he's shit. already paranoid and they do lockdown he's just ready to eat his neighbors chain him up and eat him yeah, I mean, there's, still, there's still plenty of food in the grocery store I corn on the cob I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been watching his tea girls too much maybe they cut him off I don't know 30 on entropy right now your foot swole got swole like a basketball from a water moccasin I mean yeah. usually when I see a water moccasin it's like nope turn around don't throw <laughs> me stuff too at usually it. but I was just I, I was just getting cocky with how far I was throwing it <laughs> and like just saw a target and it was like it's just dumb just dumb shit <laughs> dumb redneck shit <laughs> hmm. my childhood famous last words of the redneck right <laughs> hey y'all watch this yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, William Hensley said, but yeah, where can I find your brother's info? I am glad you asked. I will get it for you. Um, it's on a former YouTube stream. Let me just get down there and get the link. I remember my brother and uh, James Russ, the guy that was in the Scottish games. Mm-hmm. Did like throwing kegs over walls and all that stuff. Took I made a potato gun, but I made it out of copper instead of PVC pipe, so it was way more hardcore. You could shoot oh, fishing nice. lures and stuff out of it, not just but it was a cannon basically. <laughs> and uh, they shot a windshield out. Where the hell is that thing? Let's see. Da, da, da. I made one with a remote ignition one time, <clears throat> so I could like watch it from a distance. <laughs> oh, neat. I just could use so they, real starters. Here's the book. Uh, I put it on Entropy. There's a link on Entropy, and I'm going to stick it on YouTube, too, for everybody. There you go. That's uh, the latest book that he has. You can pre-order it. I don't know. I guess you can order it. I think online you can do it. You just can't get it from bookstore yet. And then there's Croatoan Birthplace of America. That's his older book, which is on Amazon. You can get it from Amazon. I, w- I had them all on my website, but, you know, I don't have a website right now because it's Bluehost. 
Yeah, keg throwing is man stuff. Dude, um, I actually boxed this guy because I was curious. Because here's a dude, you know, that could just grab you and rip your arms off, but he never boxed, right? So I was like, it, and he's t- he's about six four or so at the time, and huge dude, muscled up. So I, you know, this is my dumb story. <laughs> I figure, yeah, but you've never boxed, and at the time, I was way smaller than I am now, so. It was an interesting lesson. I was like, that when that guy hit you, I block, I could see it coming, but like your bones would vibrate. Even if <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter. No form, no technique, nothing. He hit so hard, you'd feel it. Like you feel your teeth buzzing and stuff. <clears throat> really stupid idea. But yeah, it was fun. But he, we taught him martial arts and he ended up winning the wrestling contest. So. I know a guy that size. If they train like three months, you know they're already past everybody else because they're in such good shape and have such strength. It was just a discipline all in itself, you know, just to get that big. A little bit of it was genes too. He had little brothers who were twins, and they were really good hunters too. And those they were big boys also. They're all somebody. Somebody in chat said I was reeling in a fish and had a water moccasin eat the friggin' fish on the line. I cut the damn line and went home. Screw that mess. Yeah, you're smarter than me. Yeah. I, well, I'd cut the line, but it just didn't work. When you see a water moccasin, it's just nope, nope, to nope, nope. That's <laughs> no, like a like spider with wings. Other snakes will run from you. Other snakes will like run, but they like run that one will run at you. Run, but you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of zoom at you somehow. Like, Oh, I hate those things. Speaking all of the strongman the sound too. Did you did you see that Hafdor Bjornsson just got a new world record on deadlift? He deadlifted five hundred one kilos. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. That's insane. I can, that's like a gorilla. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a ridiculous amount of weight. He, oh, by the way, he's all all natural vegan. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Japanese wrestling video I put on BitChute? No, I haven't. Like Kyrie Zane and some of the ones that are in WWE now or NXT now are from this league in Japan, and it's like halftime Tokyo, halftime Osaka. And I thought, man, these girls need more recognition, so I stuck a thing on BitChute there. But uh, that related somehow. I don't remember what the connection was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the deadlifting stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just going to make the joke, like, obviously all on steroids. Because <laughs> they're definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Afdor Bjornsson's my favorite natty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody the, the guy I was just talking to lost to uh, Bill Cashmere. You know him? Yeah. He was that's, a beast. That's the guy that that beat him or whatever. But I was like, I looked up that guy. And I was like, well, ain't no shame in that, man. But he was pretty pissed. These, these are the guys that pull trucks with ropes. And, and planes. Yeah, and roll boulders and stuff because they can. <laughs> and that's uh, those are the kind of people we used to hang with and roll with. And I rolled uh, with a... Um, this ranger delta ranger guy and we the gym was locked or whatever so we decided to just go out on the sand in the yard <laughs> there was like broken glass in there and stuff i don't know whatever i won though so that was good 
And I lost to GSP's training partner, and I was so pissed because this guy was like 180 pounds, but <laughs> you know, really good though. <clears throat> and yeah, it's, I didn't lose to him again, but I was he was in the movie 300 too as a extra. He's basically just a set of abs, and he was also in uh, Scorpion King uh, as same reason. But <clears throat> Lee, man, I, I kind of miss hunting and wrestling and all the stuff I could do <laughs> in North Carolina. I can't do that here. I go to the actually <clears throat> can't go to the gym right now, um, because COVID. Gyms are open, but jujitsu just something you don't really want to do during the virus. <laughs> like you're definitely gonna get it with that much contact, but it sucks. Water moccasins, turtles, and crayfish, and a little bit of news update. This is kind of stuff we do when the website's down and I can't post things about politics. But I thought a more easygoing vibe is something we would just sort of test. Because it's serious and blackpilled all the time, and sometimes just some funny stories are fine, you know. Did I roll with Eddie when I did his podcast? No, we did that. Podcast was like three hours long, and after that we went... Uh, like two of two hours of it was Eddie making Bigfoot noises, wasn't it? <laughs> no, like the last <laughs> the last section of it. That was. Um, what did we do? I think we went to dinner. It was like late at night, and um, Dead Orchard and some like there was a bunch of cool people that we didn't roll that time. Um, I've met him many times since then. One time we were at the Guns N' Roses after party at the Roosevelt Hotel. Didn't even know. We just walked in. And well, Eddie was. I told him to meet us there, and he got there first somehow. Bought everybody drinks, it was real nice. And I was with uh, a guy you've probably seen on Sam Tripoli's uh, podcast, and he has a f- different name every time. So obviously anonymous, but he's a you know, really big. He looks like Thor. And this other dude, Justin, who's another big dude. Um, I don't know why all my friends are fighters and bodybuilders and stuff. I guess, I guess people can't handle me, my prickliness and attitude, <laughs> unless they got a lot of testosterone. I don't know. I got to push everybody else away. But they just thought we were supposed to be there or something. And we, so we all went in. And uh, I just was like, what? why are all these women here? They're all like supermodels all over the place. And it's because right upstairs was the GNR, was uh, Axel Rose and his whole crew. So. That was an interesting thing, and Eddie was going off about flat Earth stuff, oh, and uh, my wife was there too, and we uh, we were just like, uh, <laughs> "What did she think say? about that?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What do you think?" And she's just like, "He, I think he's not listening." <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> "It said it in Japanese." I was like, mm. "He just that was he hadn't been public with that yet." And then after that, he did. And we all tried to convince him, please don't. You're going to discredit everything else you've done. But one of his black belts at 10th Planet and was like, look into it and got him all hooked on that. And and that was the end of that. It was all downhill from there. Well, I don't know. Not hills. Hills don't exist, right? <laughs> <laughs> I saw some people denying germ theory the other day. I that swear was we don't funny. have science anymore. I responded to one of those uh, comments saying that, you know, if, if then you you know there's a uh, 
research team in the UK that'll pay you 2,500 pounds to be infected with coronavirus so they can research it. You know, there that's you what's, what's stopping you. That's the easiest 2,500 you'll ever make, right? <laughs> yeah, go do it. Hey, Eddie paid for everyone's drinks at night too, which was, you know, quite a bit of money. Not like he's hurting for it or anything, but that was really nice. And then we went and got Mexican at this other place. And, he, you know, that guy, like he, I explained a lot of 9-11 stuff to him and anthrax and we talked JFK and we can talk about all these things and he gets it. And he knows the names. He knows all this information about the mafia and stuff. And he's watched all these documentaries and he reads and then he gets flat earth. And I, the only explanation I can think of is marijuana like basically you, you get so it, paranoid Look into you start it. doubting everything and you get suckered down one of those holes you know I don't <laughs> look know. into it bro he's not dumb or anything <laughs> right like so what that's the thing like the this isn't a product of, of people being stupid that's what people assume like oh you're dumb you think the world's flat it's more of a product of paranoia like total mistrust of official information. Yeah. Because they're lied to all the time. So they just like, well, I don't believe any of it. You know? That's the route they're going down. That's why I think it's still fixable. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I like Eddie. I mean y'all's uh y'all's interview was great even though it was or your appearance on his I podcast. I wish I had recorded no, stuff with him when we weren't like when we were just out talking, you know, like I wish <laughs> You know that your podcast with him was removed from not just his stuff, but everything that carried his stuff. It was removed from everything. Was it? Yep. Damn. Yep. It took me forever to find it. I found like someone 30, that had thousand views up. on here. That, they didn't like that. They didn't like me talking to him about JFK and 9-11. <laughs> we covered the whole thing. Imagine that. I told him afterward who was on the grassy knoll because he just had to know. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll just tell you. <clears throat> I don't think people should be so obsessed with Daily Plaza. That's kind of like, or the Magic Bullet. That That's like they're the Building 7 of JFK, you know? It's like, that doesn't matter so much as, you know, who paid them, who planned it, like who really, really did it. Same with September 11th. But I don't know, people just... It's weird what they're interested in. September 11th led to the Iraq war. That's what they did. Over a million people are dead. That's what you should be pissed about. And there's a bunch of neocons of the bagel persuasion that uh, suckered us all into that. <laughs> Somebody said Biden got suckered down one of those holes and that's why his fingers still smell. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We titled this dirty Biden's dirty fingers and we only talked about Biden in the beginning. Yeah. I don't. I think Democrats know too, like, uh, or people on the left that aren't crazy, like maybe like shoe on head and people like that on YouTube, or just they know, they know how bad it is, and it's just like they had a chance to win every election from here on out if they win this one, but they ain't winning this. Um, people in Japan are even saying, "Oh, Trump's gonna annihilate." that other guy actually they don't even know his debate. name trump's gonna trump's gonna be like the difference is when i grab them they enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> yeah biden's a creep man 
They're both sketchy. Trump seems to be into that supermodel genre or whatever. Why not? If you're a billionaire. But consensual, if you can. Biden just grabs random people on elevator. He's grabbing kids. You've seen him do it. You know? He's lost his mind. He can't for he can't remember what he's doing. Batista had a good comment on Trump. He says the guy literally can't put two sentences together and say something intelligible. All he does is put downs. That's all he's got is offense. And he's right. He but it works. He gets in there like Biff from Back of the Future and just slings out put down after put down. Listen here, Jack. <laughs> yeah, listen here, Jack. And it works. <laughs> he's uh yeah it's like like we were saying earlier he had i i really with the demographic shift and all that like i really expected the dems to basically win every election of my lifetime from here on out like they hey, poor, really, poor kids are the same as white kids yeah you're right <laughs> but he had they had to really really mess up to like to i mean They've, they've had the entire media against Trump like since his election, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they had to. And, and then what have they done? They've given Bernie the Ron Paul treatment to a point where like most young dumb voters are completely disillusioned. Like there's only a no, few no, no. They gave Tulsi the Ron Paul treatment like she wasn't even allowed in the last debate. At least Bernie was on the stage. Yeah, you know? true. But like I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying, though. But he capitulated now, and all that. And Paul spends half his time now arguing with Bernie or Bust guys, people that actually believed in the principles that there was, were pushing that say that they're not they're not going to vote for Biden no matter what. Well, speaking and, of shoe on head, she had um, a bottle of blue uh, Gatorade and then a bottle of blue Windex. It's so sad because she couldn't even open the Gatorade, but she poured them both into jars. And said, "Hey, blue, blue, no matter what, right?" And then handed the Windex to the other person, like, "Did her drink up?" <laughs> That's funny. It was. It was a good joke. But like between them, between the what they did with Bernie, and I mean, I would say Tulsi too, but she didn't have the kind of support that it's it that won't make as big a difference on like what mainstream people think is what happened with Bernie. But and then like now they're talking about not even running Biden. You know, a lot of people are saying that they're expecting them to run someone else. They're throwing names out there Cuomo. like Cuomo. Yeah, but like he's going to uh, leave a governor position to lose the Trump. Exactly. But isn't it I mean, there's there's already so many young people disillusioned with the Dems because of the Bernie stuff and can you imagine if they have the primary put so much energy into fucking Bernie out of it and then say, "Ah, actually, uh, we're just not even going to keep up the illusion that this primary matters. <laughs> we're just going to run someone else." Like that that's going to have a lot of people disillusioned. Tom Arnold in the chat. The Tom Arnold. Well, I got to tell you, Tom, he's friends with Pat Militich. Uh, everyone should watch the conspiracy farm with uh, Jeff and Pat, by the way. But Tom, you're ducking the green bastard uh, from parts unknown. You got to get that celebrity death match going on. <laughs> green bastard is bubbles from trailer park boys. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Let me. Uh, did you see Kushner has been making millions off selling off his shares of Cadre, that C A D R E company, based on non-public info about the pandemic response? Yeah, insider trading. Imagine my life. They, all those Kushners end up in jail at one point or another. He's gonna be just like his dad. But I don't know. I don't know. 
because he's of a, he's a blueberry. So I'm not sure if this will be in the news or not. Inks, no, Insk, Insk. Sends a proper twenty-five. It says thank you for smacking me when I defended AJ for uh, waking people, which he did me in 08. Many are too dumb <laughs> to move past his theatrics and BS, which is very damaging to the reality and truth. Embarrassing to admit. Hey, don't be embarrassed. Admitting you're wrong or admitting you're on the wrong path is the right path. It's because people are egotistical and can't admit that they're wrong that they can't ever figure out what's right. That's why I love Tucker. That's why I love... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Tucker went from Bomberan, Nukem, right, to now. Yeah. Right. Right. Where he does uh, reports on sync. The same with Walter Jones. Walter Jones was awesome. You know, hey, I got a story behind that. So Walter B. Jones, his father and him, I knew them both. That was my congressman from North Carolina. And he came down to our island to talk about whatever. And we side-rolled the whole thing to be about the beaches and stuff. And I knew he was going to the, he went to the quarterdeck restaurant. And I just went there and sat at his table and told him the whole thing about the Office of Special Plans and the neocons and all that. And he could have waved me off. His staff was there, but we sat and ate. And I was like, you're not going to dismiss a native in the quarterdeck restaurant on Hatter's Island <laughs> without losing all of Derrick County. So everybody wanted me to talk to him. I did. And we made a relationship. And I would go to his office. I met his father when I was in fifth grade. We had a field trip to D.C. And he had actually promised beach nourishment and died two weeks later. So it never happened. Mm-hmm. I let him know that. And then, sadly... Uh, the son, the same thing happened. He died uh, February last year. For people that aren't familiar with what he, but he went from Freedom books. Fries, yeah, like the guy that did Freedom Fries, right? French fries because Jacques Chirac was against the Second Iraq War, and Jacques Chirac's English teacher was my roommate's father, by the way. Uh, the guy that um, that Eddie Murphy nearly killed, <clears throat> it was his dad that taught him uh, English. Very fluent French speakers anyway that's another story but um, because of that they wanted to rename French fries freedom fries to get rid of the French part because the French weren't supporting our war and so he went from that to he and Thomas Massey being like the sole anti-war votes most of the time and all it took was an opportunity to sit down and talk to him I explained all the Pearl Wolfwitz all that stuff and there's a hearing with Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson, who was the chief of staff for Colin Powell. The only Republican in attendance was Walter Jones, by the way. And he was talking to the intelligence analyst, all white and all those guys, about what had happened with the Office of Special Plans. And they were saying, you know, Feinstein and these people, they're getting different information than we are added slides extra information they're giving us one set and giving another set to the congress critters of a certain persuasion <clears throat> and they circumvented the intelligence channels which had rejected all of this bogus intel on iraq wmds and stovepiped it right to the president's desk uh via the a click inside the pentagon under the office of douglas fife 
which was really conducted by Richard Pearl, who was also the chairman for the Defense Policy Board and Defense for Policy in the DOD. And then you had Wolfowitz on with secondary to Rumsfeld. And these guys made a cabal, lied about Iraq. And Walter Jones is there, the only Republican listening, where they said all about Dick Cheney is his cabal with uh, Louis Libby and so on. Talked all about what had happened, about the Fife office. This is all in War by Deception, by the way. Uh, or most of it. It's all in Empire and Mast. And he's one of the only guys defending us and being an anti-war. And he was against the war in Afghanistan before he died. And he wanted out of Iraq. And he was good on Syria. It was the one dude in Congress. And that's why I'm like, man, if you took all this energy of people screaming in buildings and stopped that, and actually went into the building and made a meeting, talked to the legislative assistant, or got, you know, schedule a time to talk to your congressman and inform them. Because a lot of them just don't know. And everyone around them lies to them. You gotta try, just try it. Just try to get a meeting to sit down and explain what the Zionists are doing. Because right now, Jones is gone. He died. We have Thomas Massey. Maybe halfway we have Rand Paul in the Senate, yeah. and everyone else sucks. Udall's yeah. gone. Jones is gone. Um, Massey's the sole, and I guess Tulsi's halfway there. She's going to be People gone. People are saying you got him murdered. No, he died. I mean, he's... he's yeah, I know. Yeah. But Walter <laughs> Jones, my favorite thing about him was the way that first he was like completely in favor of these wars and at the point that he realized that he was wrong he he felt a lot of like personal responsibility for all these dead americans and he he took it upon himself to contact each and every family that had lost a, a family member over there and to apologize to them personally and write them letters and stuff which i mean come on letters. like that's that's it doesn't get any better than that and i mean he you, did interviews with scott horton hmm. i asked him to and you can go to Scott Horton, used to be Anti-War Radio, now the Libertarian Institute, and you can go to scotthorton.org right now or later and look up the Walter Jones interviews. He had them all on there. Russell Means has talked to Scott, too, and uh, Mike Rivero from whatreallyhappened.com. <clears throat> and I was supposed to, and Russell Means passed away. Russell Means lost by one vote in the presidential election for the Libertarian candidacy to Ron Paul. Ron Paul beat him by one vote. But it was almost Russell Means. That would have been awesome. But both those guys are great. And Paul's still with us. Thank goodness. Thank God. I love his, his show. It's not a waste of energy to talk to elected officials. It's a waste of energy to not talk to them. Because if you don't try that first, <laughs> I mean, why, what's, they're the ones in charge. You know, if they... Um, if they don't listen to you, whatever, then you can do everything else. But if you don't call them, if you're not doing anything, whoever's writing that shit in caps, like, that's, that whole thing's up to him, not me. He ran away from me. I'm already said yes to all debates to anybody. I think from their name, they know that. They're just kidding. Their name's Insidious Juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid. I'm not down with the whole anti orange juice stuff. Like, I get the jokes and stuff are funny and all, but Zionism is an ideology. It is not. An ethnic group. Connor Fox for seven says, How in the hell does everyday people not see the disproportionate blueberry influence? I mean, you can get an effing Google most of it. 
under every effing rock. Yeah, I mean, you could if you once you know to look. By the way, did you see my pancake bag recently? <laughs> yeah. I got a next stream. I'm going to bring that on. That might be in the background permanently. It's, uh, well, do I have a... I might be able to get the picture off Skype. Let me see. Did I send that to you on Skype? Scroll way up. Y'all should definitely pester Bosch about debating Ryan. Though. Yeah, like, go I've pester been doing him, it. the uh, neck-bearded commie horsecock lover. I've, I've tried to get in on a couple of times, but I'll start. I'll hop in the call room on his Discord, and I'll, I'll watch for like 10 minutes. And after like 10, I, that, then like my, it's like pulling my own it's teeth like out listening CNN. to that guy talk. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like MSNBC. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, here, here we go. We're going to end it with this because I know you got to go. But uh, this was in my store in Japan. <laughs> That's the name. And uh, you can see there in the lower left corner that they also make bagels. <laughs> as well, uh, And corn dogs. And the corn dog mix is called, um, they call them American dog. That's what it's called. American dog. American dog. American dog. It's a corn dog. Yeah. I love the clip of the uh, the Japanese national. You know the ones that drive around in the black vans with the loud music and like yeah. posses. Songs for the emperor. They see like a, a white guy leaving a hotel and they're like, "White the pig, go home." See that show at number one. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah, those black van people are kind of nutty, ultra right wing, but. I don't know. I um I got along with them, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing was better than the woke monk. Although we shouldn't use the word woke anymore because it doesn't mean what it used to mean. I want to meet him when I'm there next time if we can find him. Yeah, they I mean they're hard to know where they're gonna be, but uh, I've met him since then. You need to bring uh, him on the show. <laughs> oh hell, well he ain't, he's not gonna do that, but I could just film him. He didn't have a choice, but yeah, that guy, uh, that guy knew. That's all I gotta say. Um, anyway, thank you, Connor Fox and INSK and Will and Tim the Will Hensley, Tim the Seer, Sean Price slash Blanco, I think, and Arthur with the uh, gold medal. By the way, who's probably gonna be moving to Texas. Uh, and doing some oil drilling and pug and his funny stories. I encourage him to tell those. He's got lots of them. I think you're entertained. We'll throw out a pug story in the middle or at the end of next stream. By the way, we have a uh, an MP3 podcast or partially anyway, and I can give you the link for that and just bookmark it because new new podcasts will just appear there in time. Not really worried. Let me get my link first. Da, 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 da. Here we go. It's on Spreaker. So have at the in the podcast. I'd have a lot of solo on there. The Carl Denninger podcast about the downside or limits of green energy and the um, awesomeness of thorium is in there the waco interview with scott horton's in there there's a lot of great stuff in there and the ryan pugs are going to be in there too so <laughs> uh for the people that missed some of the uh, the joe stuff at the beginning like the the 
we were talking about an interview he did on MSNBC where I think he forgot that he was dealing with people that are very favorable to him in the first place. And it'll be hilarious watching him take questions from someone who's not. But the funniest thing about that was hearing him say that he wouldn't release the records from his uh, his time in government because he didn't want to. He didn't want. Uh, he said there's stuff. There's conversations that he's had with foreign leaders that could be used against him in the campaign, like conversations he had with Putin and all that. It's like, wow, like that doesn't sound good. I've just renamed this <laughs> Biden's dirty fingers crawfish mangale. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I think it's M E N G L. I'll figure out. This is German. <laughs> no, that's it. Is it? It should be M E. Oh, I wrote A. Yeah. It's yeah. A. It's, it's M-E-N-G-E-L-E. That's yeah. right. That's right. Oh, uh, looks like we got another Chad Super Jet. Great White North with slaps down. Of, he is now tied for first place with Arthur and says, Hey, Rye, sorry to hear about all your web problems. I hope this helps. That certainly does. And that I'm glad the stream was still going so we could get that in there because... Well, I won't receive that till next month, but that is really awesome. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna fix this for sure. Yeah, I'll do what I gotta do. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do the twelve hundred dollar option that they're pushing on me. We're not doing that. We're not doing. <laughs> we're gonna do something. We're gonna work on that right now. So appreciate it, everybody. Um, God, it's still doing that compression file. I just looked at it. <laughs> Somebody keeps asking if you prefer Trump over uh, Biden. <laughs> I mean, it's like, do you want a shit sandwich or a shit sub? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, it do I don't live there. It doesn't matter. I'm doing this for everyone else. You know? I do live here. I don't. I mean, the I, same I do thing think, happens um, no matter who. You know. I. I don't know. Like, I think Biden actually is worse. Yeah, I mean, he's he's bad on all the same things that Trump is bad on, and he's just not all there. At least Trump is funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. You you gotta really split hairs there. Like Trump scrapped the Iran deal, assassinated Soleimani, nearly started World War Three. Can't get much dumber than that. Totally cucks to Israel. Gave them stolen heights. Moved the capital or moved the embassy to Jerusalem, which doesn't move the capital. Um, he did back off partly on the Syrian war, but he didn't pull out all. And he's talked about leaving Afghanistan, but didn't do it. He did start a dialogue with North Korea, but then Bolton and the company sabotaged it. Uh, didn't build a wall. Didn't fix health care. Didn't, I mean... The economy's been doing better. That's not all because of him. You know, he put some tariffs here and there and he deregulated a little bit. But he really hadn't done much. However, that's how it always is. Like if that he did anything at all, he got out of the Paris Accord, that was good. Not um, doing anything's kind of the best we can hope yeah, for. Yeah, the, the less government does, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Yasa's in the house, I see. Um that's right, says Brett. Yeah, everybody, you made a good stream. I think it was funny. Uh, the link people keep people keep asking for the Nietzsche and Ted stuff. That's coming. That's I'm looking forward to that too. 
the reason we didn't do that today or whatever is because of all this website crap for five days i've been dealing with the hosting and peddling i was supposed to have an epstein map interact i have all this stuff i want to do and it's you know i gotta have a site do it all it's <laughs> trust me no one's more pissed about it than me uh, all my memberships are on there and it may first rolled around you know i want to put something cool up for everybody that's a member once we get it back i'm put i'm gonna put something up that you'll be pleased but fuck man thank you great white north and and arthur especially and uh also insk like that's these kind of entropy chats and it's good for entropy too man i, I hope they're making bank and a jf is using them as well and they're free speech out of canada shocking so <laughs> This you know. person keeps saying you prefer Trump. That's horrible. It's, or you want Trump. Like, that's that's not, like... It's, like I wanted said, Ron Paul. I would like a confederacy. Yeah. I don't even want there to be a federal government. Like, I would, I would want a lot of things. I'm dealing with what actually is. And it's Trump or Biden. You know, short of somebody yeah. being assassinated or something. Those are if the you, actual choices, right? I supported Tulsi. If, if you were in America, I would you vote? What? No, because my state's automatically red anyway. Yeah, me either. I mean, it wouldn't matter. It's I, I'd vote in the local elections and stuff where it would make a difference, but I can't, right. I can't endorse it either. Like I'm like, yeah, you know, I can say who's which one is more evil because they're all evil, and I think voting at best is about damage control. Right. You, you needed <laughs> to vote said, in I the primary, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you wait until the primaries are done to vote, you fucked up. Like, you should have voted to- Tulsi in the primary or, you know, somebody anti-war. And that didn't happen. They wasted their votes on Bernie and Biden, which is dumber than hell. Uh, all warmongers. Bernie added socialism to that, too. If you want to see socialism epic fail, go to any Indian reservation. But yeah, I mean, your chance to vote was in the primaries. That is now um, over. So, and with with the Dems, you get kids on hormones. <laughs> yeah, at least Trump's not giving hormones to six year olds. But he's not doing anything about it. He's not doing anything about the censorship. Right. He's not doing he's anything not, about right. a lot of things. Like he's a terrible mm-hmm. president, and he's <laughs> so uh, arrogant, and narcissistic, and rude. He's a rude, rich Yankee New Yorker. Typical. He's President Mountain Dew is what it is. He is. He's President Mountain Dew. But on the other side, you got Joe Biden, who's also a Zionist, also a warmonger, and can't remember what he did eight minutes ago. And he's having anger fits and stuff and grabbing children. Like, at least Trump has enough self-control to not grab and kiss and fondle children on tape. You know? Like, there, there is the degrees of evil. Right? Cardi Bass will tell you. <laughs> anyway, um, I got to bounce. We're going to the park. They've been patient uh, with me, and we are, we'll get on this uh, website stuff. Somebody said they wanted they wanted Pat Little. <laughs> I can do that. He's on my <laughs> Skype every day. So he's he's working on a project right now. I don't know if I can talk about that or not, but he's working on something. So right. He might have some servers and stuff, too. I'm going to go talk to him. Anyway, peace, everybody. No war with Iran. Stop starving kids in Yemen. Call your Congress critters and just attempt to talk to them. If nothing else, just the troll.
Just say, why are you grabbing your ankles for Israel? That would be hilarious. Call, call up Nancy Pelosi and ask her um, how her chocolates are doing and why she grabs your ankles for Israel. <laughs> Peace. Y'all have a good Introducing Cognitive Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, somebody put a crayfish in an SS uniform so I can use it as a thumbnail. Remember, check out purple. That's what. No, I want somebody to do that so I can do that. Get a T-shirt. <laughs> Do a kickflip. <laughs>